Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? And I'm glad to be here. You could be anywhere in the world, but the fact that you're here means the world to us. Um, I really want to see you give 17 high fives, but I watch the news and I don't really want to touch you. <laughs> We're going to do 17 air high fives right now. You look somebody in the eye, you give them a big smile and you say, I'm praying you continue to be healed. <laughs> and so that's what today is about. It's about us coming together and aligning ourselves with God's word and pursuing the purpose that we have as a church family. And, and it's also a time for us to, to really refocus on the mission and vision of who it is that God God has called us to be in this city. And what I don't want today to be is this infomercial about North Park Church, right? That's not what this is. This is about us being on the same page and chasing after the mission that God has called us to. And at North Park Church, our vision is so simple. And it's one that I hope that you know, that you embody, and, and that, that, that you can recite it with me. I, I, I really believe you can do this, okay? Let me just ask you a question. Let's see how well we can do this. Why does North Park Church exist? <laughs> Even our guests are like, dude, it's right there on the sign. <laughs> and that's why we do that, because we want it to be a constant reminder to you of what it is that God has called us to do in this city. Now, why is that so important to us? We say it every single week, because Jesus loves you and wants a personal relationship with you. And if you're here today and you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, it's why we do everything. I mean, everything that we do as a church, it's to introduce you into a loving relationship with Jesus so that you can be transformed and changed by the Spirit of God. We say it all the time that North Park Church is a place where nobody's perfect, a place where nobody's perfect, but everybody's accepted, and we are being transformed by the Spirit of God. God is transforming us. He's changing us, and that's really what this discipleship process is all about, and, and my heart is that when you have this relationship with Jesus, that if we fast forward down the road, that you're not still in the same place spiritually that you were six months ago. I mean, think about that. If you think about where you were a year ago, if you think about where you were six months ago and where you are today as a follower of Jesus, are you taking the steps that you need to have an intimate and growing relationship with Jesus? We want to be transformed by his spirit. We want every day to grow more and more in the knowledge and depths of insight. And, and we want so desperately that, that we could have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And it's a process. I don't think any of us are there yet. We've been going through um, a Bible plan um, in the YouVersion Bible app called The Fruit of the Spirit. Blair sent me a message. Blair and Thomas are here today. Glad they're here today. Even Thomas. It, it, I always give him such a hard time. Um, and she invited us to do this, this, this Bible plan with her, and, and it's the fruit of the Spirit. And we're going through the nine fruits of the Spirit. You know, the whole peace, love, joy, patience, goodness, self, all that stuff. And, and this morning, I, I got to the part of 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 self-control why is it that those things are so hard 
Why is it that when it comes to aligning ourselves with God's word and having the same attitude that Jesus had, why is that so difficult for us? But I believe it's a process that we're walking on. And I pray that we're growing in our relationships with each other as we grow in this relationship with Jesus. I had a friend a few years ago kind of coaching me up a little bit and and he said he said Anthony when you when you dream about the vision that God's given to to you and, and to North Park um, do, do you see clearly what it is that that you believe God's called you to do and I'm, and I'm like oh absolutely like beyond a shadow of a doubt and he said well like just close your eyes and and just imagine can you see it clearly and and and, and I'm like yeah like I can I can I can see it so clearly I'm a dreamer and I love to dream about the future but as we say often, I don't want to just dream about the future, but I want to experience the reality of the dream. And, and so I thought, man, I'd love to paint this picture for you. I'd love for, for, for us to have the opportunity to, to dive into this together and be on the same page so that when you close your eyes and dream about the future of North Park Church, that we're on the same page and we're dreaming the same thing. I, I had a, a guy recently who, who, who encouraged me to, to close my eyes, and I'm going to ask you to close your eyes with me right now. Just everybody close your eyes. And, and I want you to imagine the most beautiful sunset that you've ever seen. Can you see it? The most beautiful sunset. Think about where you are. Think about what's around you. Think about the location. Most beautiful sunset you've ever seen. All right, open your eyes. Let me ask you a question. How many of you saw your sunset over a mountain? Raise your hand. How many of you saw your sunset maybe over a body of water? Raise your hand. How many of you saw it sitting off kind of your back porch over, over the farm? You know, some of that kind of stuff. How many of you saw that sunset and it was a recent sunset you saw just a few days ago? How many of you saw something you saw years ago and it's just been kind of brazen into your mind? Yep. How many of you saw a sunset on 540 and you thought the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my life? One person, okay. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> the most beautiful sunset I ever saw was when I was stuck in traffic. And, 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 and so, but here's what I want you to see. Did you see everybody had a different view of what that sunset was about? Do you see that? When you close your eyes and you have that mental image of what that sunset is, it's all over the place. We all see something different. And the reality is when we come together and think about the future of our church family and what it is that God's doing here, if we all close our eyes and paint a different picture, we may all see something very different. Do you see what I'm saying? And so we want to make sure that we're on the same page and that we understand what it is that God is doing. And I think the most beautiful picture that I can show you of what I think the church should be like and what I dream of for North Park Church is Acts chapter. I want you to look there with me. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. And this is what it says. It says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. It was a learning church. They wanted to grow, and so they dedicated themselves to, to studying God's word together. It was a learning church. And they devoted themselves to the fellowship. We love that part, right? It was a loving church. They wanted to be together. They wanted to spend time together. And they devoted themselves to the breaking of bread and to prayer. It was, it was a praying church. It's been a beautiful thing to see you over these last several weeks. Commit yourselves to 21 days of prayer and fasting. It's been a beautiful thing to watch you as a church family do that. And verse 43 says, and everyone was filled with awe. It was a humble church. And many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. I, I love that part. It was a supernatural church. 
All the believers were together and they had everything in common. It was a sharing church. Selling their possessions and goods they gave to anybody who had need. It was a giving church. They were generous. And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. Every day. They were a committed church. And they broke bread in their homes. And they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. It was a fun church. And they were praising God. It was a worshiping church. And they enjoyed the favor of all the people. It was a friendly church. And I love this part. The result of all that is, and the Lord added to their number daily those that were being saved. It was an evangelical church. It was an evangelistic church. It was a growing church. It was a relevant church. It was a church that was making an impact in their communities. And, and when I think about North Park and the type of church that I want us to be, that's where my mind always goes back to. And I'll be honest, I believe we're seeing those, happen, those things happen more today than we've ever seen in the life of our church. It's an exciting time to be a part of this church family. And what makes it such a, an exciting place to be is you. You make this an exciting place to be. When we began North Park Church, there was this one phrase we just couldn't get out of our minds, and, and it was, every soul matters to God. And if those souls matter to God, they would always matter to us. And so I just want you, just for a second, okay, just for a second, just going to pause here for a second, because I want you to grasp this. You mean the world to us. You. Person that you look at when you look in the mirror, you matter to God and you matter to us. And when you walk in those doors and somebody smiles at you, it's because we are genuinely excited that you are here. And when you are not, we feel it. Something's missing when you're not in the room. Because not only do you matter to God, but you matter to us. As we think about this kind of vision casting Sunday, three words keep coming back to my mind. Celebrate, anticipate, participate. So let's celebrate for just a little bit. This has been an exciting year. I mean, we've made a huge transition as a church family from our property on Mount Vernon Church Road, where we were for five or six years, to this incredible place that we call home at Riverbend Middle School. And it's been quite a journey this year. And we've seen so many new families come into this church family. Many of you, well, let's just ask, how many of you have kind of gotten on the bus since we've been here, no pun intended, at Riverbend Middle School? Okay, pun a little bit intended. If you've, if you've kind of become a part of our church family this year, raise your hand. Wow, that's exciting. We celebrate that. We've had so many people this year make a decision to follow Jesus. Just in the month of December alone, we baptized 13 people, 11 of which were students. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. We are seeing spiritual transformation when, when, when we come together. And it is a beautiful thing. 
our kids' ministry, seeing some of its best days. Every department that we have is growing and it's flourishing. Why? Because you are an incredible group of people that we call our church family. This year, we've given birth to a new women's ministry. We had our first basketball tournament, which was a ton of fun. I lost, but still had a great time. We sponsored 22 families just at Christmas at Riverbend. We did our Youth Alliance school tour this fall and partnered with 12 different public schools to go in and share the message of hope and, and, and perseverance and the fact that they are loved and accepted. What a beautiful thing for us to be able to do that. We've had more than 30 people join our dream team just this year. 30 people who have found their place here to serve and love Jesus, but to love people in real and tangible ways. When I walked in this morning, one of my buddies said, I'm having my first serve today, which means he was serving for the very first time this year. And I thought, man, that's so exciting to see that excitement on, on his face. It's a great place to call home. And it is because of, because of you. One thing that I'm most excited about is in 2019, we had the opportunity to partner with four different church plants, four different churches that launched this year. And because of your generosity and because of our partnership with them, we have a part to play in everything that happens in those churches. With Jason and Heather McDaniel, Trinity Life Church in, in Durham, with Pastor Mitch and Amanda Sugg at United City Church in Fort Worth, Texas. With, with Pastor Josh, who I had an opportunity to meet with this week, and his lovely bride, Brooke, and their church family at Rescue in Durham, and, and Stuart and April Barham at C, C3 City Light Church right here in Raleigh. We are seeing church families just, just coming alive because of your investment in them. God has done some amazing things, and we celebrate most of all because you're here. But as I think about anticipating what's coming next and, and what it is that we want to see happen as a church family, I think the one word that I keep coming back to more than anything else is, is it's breakthrough. I want to see, I want to see breakthrough. I want, I want to see people experience life change. And I want to see you experience breakthrough and spiritual strongholds in your life. I want to see breakthrough in your relationships. I'm so pumped about our next series that we're doing called Relationship Goals, and we're starting next week. And we're going to spend the next month just investing in every relationship that you have in your life because those relationships are so important to God and they're so important to you. And the reality is many of our relationships are not as healthy as they need to be. And so we're going to dive into God's word, and then we're just going to come before Jesus and ask him to allow his Holy Spirit to bring reconciliation to some relationships. I want to see restoration happen in our homes. I want to see God just break forth in revival in this city. But here's what I know. Here's, here's what I know. Revival will not happen in a city until it happens in a church. And revival won't happen in a church until it happens in your home. Can I just tell you that what happens here is not a substitute for what should be happening in your homes. I am so thankful for youth leaders and children's leaders and all of these people who invest in your children. 
but we aren't the spiritual leaders of your home. We are here to equip you, and we are here to help you in every way possible to have the confidence to lead your family. But the reality is, you have to do that. And what I want to see this year is revival break out in your home. That God would begin to move when you and your family get around a family altar. That the Holy Spirit would begin to speak to you as you as a family begin to open God's word and study it together. And then everything that happens here when we come together, man, that's just going to just be rocket fuel for you to go forward in your relationship with Jesus. Those are the things that we anticipate. And I know so many of us, when we think about vision, you know, maybe, maybe you thought, man, pastor's going to just like unload on us today about like what our next steps are and where we're going as a church family. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. But I want you to know I am a lot less concerned with our next steps as it relates to our facility and a lot more concerned about our next steps as it relates to your family. Because when we build the body of Christ, we're not just talking about brick and mortar. We're talking about your family and the relationships that you have and making sure that your family is rock solid as you follow Jesus. That's what I want for you. Many of you have come into our church, and, and maybe you don't understand why we're in a middle school. Uh, we are not a new church. Some of you may be here and not even realize that we're not a new church. Some people just assume we're a church plant because um, we're in a school like a lot of new churches are in our city. And the reality is we are a church plant, but we launched 13 years ago. And so over this last 13 years, we've, we've met at Right Track Academy. Anybody remember Right Track Academy? Those were great good days. And then we went from Right Track Academy to Hilburn Drive Elementary School, which smelled horrible. And 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 that's where we met. That's where we met Miss Kim, though. That was yes. Was that I was at Hilburn Drive Middle, uh, Elementary School. And and then we went to Six Fork Station Cinema, which was so cool, where we covered up demonic posters because of movies like the scary movies they would show, like on Saturday night. We'd have to cover them up with Jesus posters on Sunday morning. That was awesome. It was kind of strange at times, but we had a great time at Six Fork Station Cinema. Those were great years. Some of you came during those times. But then God opened up a door, and we were able to secure our property on Mount Vernon Church Road, and we were there for five or six years. And, and probably the majority of you came during, during those five or six years while we were there. And the reality is we just began to outgrow that space, and we just kind of got stuck as a church. And we realized for us to be more effective in reaching our city that we were going to have to take some bold steps. And so we made the decision to put that property on the market, and we sold it, and we took the big, bold steps to come to Riverbend Middle School um, so that we could continue to grow and dream and plan for the future. And we decided that we didn't just want to build a church. Uh, we just, we wanted to build a community center that would bless our city, that would also be the home of our church. Uh, and so we've been working hard to develop partnerships and different people that will be with us in that space when that time comes. Um, but in the meantime, what we committed to was we would not go meet in an elementary school and just waste time or just wait until we had that community center before we started pastoring our city. And so we've just decided that we're going to make 5401 North our home. We're going to make Riverbend our home. And while we're here, we're going to bless this community and we're going to bless this school and we're going to pastor our city. And that's what we've done for a year. And we'll do that until God opens the next door for us. But again, there are worse things than not having your own permanent facility. 
Do you know what that is? Having the wrong permanent facility. And so we're praying that God would not just open a door, but he would open the right doors. And so my prayer over and over, I told you already today, is God that you would just open doors no man can close for North Park Church, and you would close doors that no man can open. And here, the reality is, I believe that he's planted us here in this space for a reason. And I believe there's purpose in this season of our life. And again, we're not just going to waste time and we're not just going to wait, but we are going to pastor our city and be the best stewards of what God has placed in our hands. And so while we probably don't talk about it as much as we should, we're constantly looking, we're constantly working with people who are constantly trying to find our next step. And while we're in that process, we want to be great stewards of what God has placed our hands, be as stable as we can financially, and pastor this city where we are in this season. And so those are our next steps. So how can you pray that God would open doors that no man can close and close doors that no man can open? That in the meantime, that we would be faithful with what God has placed in our hands. Everybody say, in the meantime, in the meantime. So not only do we want to celebrate and anticipate, but I want you to help understand how you can participate in what God is doing in these next few months. There are four things that we often talk about, and we're going to hit them quickly today. Connect, grow, serve, and go. Everybody say that together. Connect, grow, serve, and go. And we have some new technology that we want to introduce to you today that's going to help you connect with God and connect with each other. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie Nobles. I like your outfit. Thank you. You're rocking it. So tell us about this Church Center app. What is Planning Center and what is our Church Center app? And if you know me, you know I love a plan, I love a system, but only if it makes our life better. And so we've been using Planning Center for years to uh, schedule our order of service. It's really cool. Our band gets that. They know exactly what happens in service, what songs to sing. It helps them rehearse, all kinds of stuff. We use it for child check-in. They help us keep your children safe, name tags, checking in, allergies, all that kind of stuff. What Within the last year and a half, Planning Center has introduced a lot of other features that we're really excited about because it's not just helpful for church leadership anymore. It's helpful for everybody in the church family because they have systems like giving, and you can sign up for life groups or sign up for events all through this one area in Planning Center. And that's where the app comes in. Um, the Church Center app that you just saw that video for is an app that we can all download completely for free in the Apple Store or on your Android. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, you can download that. Search for North Park Church. You upload a profile, so that helps us know who you are. But then you get to do all of these things in this app for free. It helps us stay in one place, simple, beneficial, and we all get to stay connected through this. So that makes me really excited. That's pretty cool. So people can check in their kids before they get here? Yes, there is an option um, in the child check-in through this church center app that once you get within a mile of the school, you can check in on your phone, and then you just walk up to a line at that table, and the sticker's already there. You're ready to go. So that makes it a lot easier. Let me hear you parents. Yeah, they're yeah. excited. <laughs> I'm also really excited uh, about our partnership with Chick-fil-A. It's the only place on Sundays you can order your breakfast on the app. and Don't listen to them. Don't you listen. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> 
2021, 2021, that's what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about the Church Center app is it really does help us stay connected throughout the week. Like you guys could send a message to somebody else without showing your private information, but it'll um, let you send a message to somebody in the church family. So it's a little bit like an online directory where you get to choose how much information that you share. But we say that all the time. We say connect all the time at North Park. That's really important to us because the Bible calls us to not forsake meeting together, to not forsake connecting with one another. We are better together and this app helps us do that and I'm really excited about us rolling that out this next month and beginning to use a lot of the features in March. Yeah because we want you to not just connect on Sunday morning but all throughout the week as well. So when can we start using this app and its features? So basically there'll be emails and social media posts going out through the month of February that kind of gives you instructions like how to download give you some teasers about what's coming Um, we're actually switching to their giving platform starting in March Um, we're excited about that because it's super easy and all of it's right there for you in this one app, and you can access it online as well. Um, so you're, you're going to get regular emails about that and see it on social media, so there's no surprises. We're going to be all prepared for that. And if you're not on our email list, you can do that easily by going to northparkrdu.com contact page and hit sign up for our email list. Awesome. So that's a great way to connect. But we also have some unbelievable ways for you to grow together. Uh, many of you have already begun taking advantage of our online webinars that we've been doing. We've been doing those um, this this year. Uh, we've done one called How to Study the Bible, How to Pray Bold Prayers. This Thursday we're doing one at lunch, um, and these are all online, um, and you can go to North Park RDU and click the, the button to register, but this next one is How to Deal with Anxiety and Stress, and really it's how I deal with my anxiety and stress, and, and I've been overwhelmed by the response, and here's what's been really cool. I've noticed that many of you are using these webinars as an opportunity to share the message with your coworkers and friends. I've noticed that many of you have, have been doing that, and that's such a smart way to, to, to share the message of Jesus with other people in a very easy way. Someone told me recently, they said, Pastor, I'm watching it, but I've noticed that a bunch of my coworkers are watching it at the same time, too. And so that's just a great uh, opportunity for people to learn more about North Park Church, but most importantly, to learn more about Jesus. Well, we're going to be launching Leadership Academy this year. Uh, where we spend some Saturdays together just diving into God's Word and helping you uh, be equipped as a leader both here in our church and in our city as you lead um, in the jobs that you have. So we want to make a personal investment in you in the jobs and the lives that you have outside of North Park Church. But there's one more piece of technology that we want to introduce you to called Ministry Grid. Take a look right here. Ministry Grid is an online training platform built to help church leaders overcome the challenges of volunteer training. Whether your people serve in the parking lot, the pulpit, or anywhere in between, Ministry Grid helps you provide all your leaders and volunteers with the right training at the right time. With a library of over 3,000 videos and resources, all the way from kids ministry to student ministry to small groups to Sunday school to guest services and everything in between, you'll be ready to train your leaders right away. And since your volunteers are busy, Ministry Grid is made for mobile and goes anywhere they go. Your volunteers and leaders will be trained in no time. And as you get into Ministry Grid, you will find even more features that will help you along the way. So now it is your turn. We hope that Ministry Grid is a helpful resource for you, your ministry, and your church. 
You know, one of the biggest commitments that we're making this year is to make a personal investment in you. You as a family, you as a leader, you as individuals. Stephanie, tell us how Ministry Grid is going to help us do that. Why are we using that? How are we using that? Yeah, I think we talk a lot about the why here at North Park, and you guys said it so beautifully earlier, or you read it off the sign, <laughs> why we're here. But, you know, we made a commitment last year and this year again that this is going to be the year of how. How can we do that? Like, we all agree that, that, that we should be lifelong flowers of Jesus, but how do we step outside of these walls on Sunday morning and get that done? And Ministry Grid is a tool to, to kind of help with that. It's not just informational. It is there to empower us and encourage us in, in everyday life. Um, I truly believe, and I know we believe as North Park family, that the things that we learn here in church should not just again, stay inside these walls. It should teach us to be the best leaders we can be. It should teach us to be the most compassionate people we can be. Everything that we learn here, we should be able to take into our homes, into our workplace, into everything that we do. And so, again, we want to invest more in each and every one of you this year. And Ministry Good helps us do this. We can customize videos, documents, Bible studies, um, volunteer training. If you're new to North Park, we can um, have a, a session in here. You get one link, and it takes you through what North Park's about and how you can get involved using your gifts. It just makes life simple, but also very beneficial. And I'm all about that. Absolutely. And this is the app that we can order lunch off of before we... No. Man, I'm about some food. We got to do a food app. I think that's called Grubhub. It's, it's been done. Um, one of our next opportunities um, that we have is our life groups. And life groups is a great way for us to grow. Stephanie, you've been very instrumental in, in being a part of life groups. Give me a couple of sentences to, as to why someone who's not currently in a life group should join a life group. I'm putting you on the spot. It's okay. Yeah. Man, um, being in a life group is so important because you have that group of people that they're with you through the good, the bad, the ugly. They know what's going on in your life. If you let them, you can lean on each other. You get to celebrate life with each other and you get to kind of grieve together and, and hold each other up. Um, and, and that's what, that's why life groups are so important to me because I need that. Sunday morning, sometimes it's hard to connect because, you know, we've got a short amount of time before service, a short amount of time after service, but life group is where where those meaningful relationships happen. You really get to meet people and, um, and, and make relationships that last a lifetime. People who are pointing you toward Jesus yeah. to walk life with you. That's so important. It is important. Would you give Stephanie a big hand? Thank you, Steph. You're the best. As soon as service is over today, and, and we're not even going to say, hey, if you want to join a life group, then just hit our website. We're going to have a meeting today and, and next week, too, in, in that corner of the room, kind of in that balcony area. And if you want to join a life group, if you want to learn more about that, I'm going to be that back there to give you any information that you want. Because we have so many people right now who are saying, we want to be in life groups. But the thing is, we need new host homes, and, and we need, need people who will step up as life group leaders for all of the people who desperately want to join our life groups. I believe that life change happens in the context of meaningful relationships. And I also think that life change happens when we serve. So connect, grow, and serve. I think the most fulfilled people in the body of Christ are those who are living on purpose. And if you have not found your place to serve at North Park Church, today is your day to step up. In fact, I encourage you when you walk out that door today, 
stop by next steps and just look at the people at that table and say, we're ready to serve. Plug us in. And we will help you discover where it is that you can come alive. We don't want to just put you in a spot, um, but we are constantly looking for great people to serve in different areas of our ministries. And if you would like to serve, whether that's in children's ministry or our worship team or our setup ministry, come on, Nick. We've got some people that would love to have you come alongside of them and, and serve the people that you love so much at North Park Church. So stop by that table today. We say all the time, teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. So if you're ready to dive in, stop by Next Steps. And then finally today, that last part is so important. It's the go. We are boldly sharing our faith with the world. And my prayer is this year, you would have more courage than ever to share your faith, to lead with generosity and make a difference in the world. We've been talking about some legacy projects that we're investing in. And today, I just want to give you a glimpse into each of those. So take a look right here. Riverbend Middle School is more than a building we call home. Each and every day, Riverbend is filled with over a thousand middle school students and more than a hundred staff members. This is a partnership that God has blessed us with as we work hard to pastor our city. We are proud to have the opportunity to partner with Riverbend Middle School this year on a variety of projects that will make an investment in the lives of students, their families, and the staff. One of our most important projects is the Church of God Home for Children. The Church of God Home for Children is a private, nonprofit Christian agency that provides a positive and safe living environment for hurting, abused, and neglected kids. These are our children, and we have the privilege of coming alongside of the home to meet the needs physically, mentally, socially, and spiritually. Hundreds of hurting children have been impacted by the generosity of the home, and with your help, hundreds more will experience a safe and loving home. We look forward to continuing our partnership with the Acts 2 Network as they develop leaders here in the United States and in El Salvador, as they train pastors and leaders to lead relevant churches. Carlos and Raquel Hernandez, who live in El Salvador, have hosted monthly leadership training events in five major cities across El Salvador and average more than 125 leaders that represent 100 different churches. We have actually done much of that training for them here with the use of technology and visiting El Salvador, hosting a yearly retreat and leadership training seminar. This year, we hope to duplicate that model with the relationships we have with churches in Ecuador. We're also proud to partner with Jason and Christina Schuring with the work they're doing in Brazil. They are currently serving as cross-cultural church planners among the YAP people in the Amazon jungle. Since 2015, they've been working hard to process the language, teach the people, translate the Bible, and now disciple them as lifelong followers of Jesus. This is an amazing family, and they're doing incredible work with the YAP people, and we are so proud to come alongside of them and help them see their dream fulfilled. No one, no man, no woman, no child should ever have to drink green water with bugs, with algae, with disease in it. 
we know how to bring clean drinking water right now to every single person on earth. We believe in a world where every single person has clean and safe water to drink, and we will continue fighting until that happens. Last week, we received an offering for um, our legacy projects. And today, as you give, if you miss the opportunity to partner with us in those projects, uh, you can denote that in your giving today. We'll continue to receive those so we can lead with generosity. I'm just really pumped about these projects, not to just give, but to pray uh, and to be invested in every way possible. You know, the thing about North Park Church that gets me so excited is what I see God doing in you. And I have a, a, a pretty exciting vantage point because I know at least a portion of what you tell me and what I see God doing in your life. It just builds my faith. And more than ever this year, we want to give you an opportunity to share your story because we believe that your story may be the very thing that connects others to the heart of Jesus. And we want to close today with two stories from people that you call brothers and sisters in Christ. So take a look right here. I think in my case, I was, uh, I always went to church, but I felt like I was really just kind of going through the motions. I don't think I was getting the feelings that I should have or having my faith expressed the way that it should have been. I, I just didn't feel like I was really getting that much out of it. We looked a lot of places for well over a year, yeah. I would say, and our friends, Grayson and Becca Sargent had always said, hey, come check out North Park, but there was never any pressure. It was, it was always when you're comfortable. And we, we did exactly that one, one Sunday in January. And we looked at each other driving home and said, this is, this is it. Being at North Park and our relationship becoming closer to God because of the people we've surrounded ourselves with and getting involved and becoming part of a small group, which neither one of us would have ever done years ago either, how that shaped us to, to then go out and shape others. And, and it's, I always say, Brian goes up to the altar now and like prays over people and it blows my mind. It brings me to tears sometimes because I'm just like, who is this man? Like three years ago. That's a huge transformation in faith, and that's awesome. That's like before, you know, I was always True. doing things at, at the other church, and he wasn't, so I was getting some of that where he never got that, you know, and now he's getting it, and he even says he wished he had done more before. Yeah, if I've said that. I've made that comment many times. I, I have some regrets because the opportunity was there before, and I didn't take advantage of it, but I also feel that, you know, God has put me at North Park for a reason, and that um, that reason is to like share my life with people who love God, be around people that love me and I love them. And it's, it's, it's all worked out great. Life group's a big thing. I think, I think that that's one of the biggest things that has drawn us all closer because you become, you really do become a family in that life, in life group. I mean, you, there's no, I can't, I can't explain it any other way except that's the people you go to when you're in need or, or praising or any of it. It's yeah, because we, you know, we, we eat together, 
we study together, we pray together at Life Group, and uh, it's just a, it's a wonderful experience. And you feel like, okay, I'm here amongst a bunch of friends, and God's just dropped in. It's just it's just a it's just a it's a wonderful feeling. It's just meant so much to us. And I think PA really helps us in that aspect of the way he delivers a message. It's really how does this apply in my day to day? How I'm not just reading the Bible, but I'm consuming what what the key takeaways of this is, and I can go out and apply this now. So when that aversion or something pops up, we can truly reflect on things we've learned or talked about in small group and say, okay, I can go back and before I react in a way that I normally would have or respond in a way that I normally would have, I can sit there and say, okay, this is what I, remember we talked about this. This is, this is how I should go about doing that. And so that knee jerk reaction. And I, I think that was one of our biggest selling points about North Park is that it was so relatable. Um, and I think Kristen said it well, God's used the people at North Park, everybody in North Park, uh, to give us family members to, to walk through life with, especially because for us, in, in, a, in a traditional sense, our families are not nearby in terms of just being close to say, hey, let me call a sibling or a parent or a grandparent and say, hey, let's go out to lunch or let's meet for coffee. And so it's but we still have this sense of being a part of a really big, great family. So that's, God's using North Park to help us get through life knowing that you got plenty of people there to help you through it. And it's a great thing because we can look at everybody as a sense of inspiration. And, and that's, that's what it's been. I'm blown away watching God do some really beautiful things in your life. Uh, watch husbands stepping up and taking their place as spiritual leader of their home. Watching families come together and worship and pray together. And that's what church family's about. It's about being able to come alongside of somebody and put a hand on a shoulder and say, hey, I see you and I'm walking this journey with you. We don't get that on our own. I use this very weird illustration and I shared it with Jeremy this week and he kind of laughed at me and he just said, you're right. But what banana do you eat first? It's the one you pull off the bunch. The one that's isolated gets eaten. And I see people get eaten up all the time because they isolate themselves. Some of you are thinking, wow, that, that was actually deep, Pastor. That was really true. We need connectivity. To be connected with people who love us and who are walking this journey with us. And I'm thankful that you're on this journey because I need you. We need each other. Would you stand with me today? And here's the question that I want you to consider Holy Spirit, what part will I play? There's a lot of ways that you can respond. Will you pray bold prayers with us? Will you dive into a life group with us? Will you serve with us? Will you lead with generosity? Will you, will you, will you share your faith? Will you share your story?